Welcome back to another episode of the Amazon Private Label Show podcast hosted by the FBA University founders, my guy, Ryan, over in United Kingdom, in the epicenter over there, myself in Austin, <laughs> Texas. Uh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about how to position your brand for the most equity value for the highest value in terms of resale. So what you can do now, all the way through a couple avenues uh, in terms of how to sell your brand, full transparency, neither of us have sold a brand yet. So so that process, just wait until we get there. But uh, there, there's things we know through through just our network, through through being in the game for a while that that help and you want to do really as early as day one on your brand. Uh, my man, we, we at this point have our own brands. We are launching a brand that who knows, maybe one day we'll sell. What, uh, let's go with two keys in terms of how you see brand value that you can do really from day one, uh, to, to, to help maximize your potential resale one day. For sure, for sure. So so two key things firstly is first one, sorry, is make sure you know where your brand is going. So make sure you know kind of what your 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 direction is and what path you want to travel with it. So whenever someone starts with Amazon FBA private label, I always say to them, you know, don't get too caught up in, hey, I need to create products around a certain niche or hey, I only I'm only going to sell home and kitchen products, for example. Try and sell products that, that make money because you, you're trying to make money in the beginning, right? That's what we want to do. Once you've gone through that stage, though, and you know your your brand has matured, say you're in your third, fourth, fifth, sixth year, and you are gearing up to sell your brand eventually, what you want to do is try and nail down what the specific niche that you want your brand to be associated with is. So if you've got, say, 50 SKUs and 10 of those SKUs are in the home and kitchen niche and they are you know, the top performers in your whole catalog, maybe it would then make sense to focus on those 10, really double down, because having 50 SKUs is, is quite a lot of SKUs. So maybe double down on those 10 that are making you most of your money and then create your brand and your you know your account value around those products. So even though we're selling a bunch of products that maybe aren't you know, associated, what we want to do when we think about setting up brand up for sale is we want to nail down into a specific niche. So always have this in the back of your mind, even if you're at the beginning. You know, sell products to make money, but really think about, okay, look, in three or four years time, if I had to pick a specific niche, what is that going to be? And what does that look like? And that really is the best way to really start forecasting where you want your brand to go. Now, in the beginning, you might not know this, and it might not be what you think. You might think, hey, I want to go into home and kitchen. And then all of a sudden, because Amazon does this sometimes, it's, it's a crazy beast. You might find that your baby products are absolutely ripping. And that's where, you know, your brand is. Most of your sales come from baby products. So launch products, but keep an eye on where, you know, the brand value is and which products are absolutely ripping. And those are the ones that you want to focus on, double down on, and really look to capitalize so that in the future, your brand will be associated with, you know, that niche that you're trying to sort of nurture. And then the second thing is really just to be on top of your accounting. So a lot of times when sales are ripping, you know, you're building your account, you don't actually know what your bottom line is. Because, you don't necessarily care, right? You're making money. You know, generally, you're not losing money. These, you know, accounting tools like Helium 10's profits and other things, they're telling you you're making money, but you actually don't know what your bottom line is. You don't know what your margins are to the penny. 
one of the things that you know aggregators are going to ask for when you do go to sell your brand in a number of years or whenever you do do it is they're going to really go over your numbers with a fine tooth comb so if you don't have a good standing on your numbers or kind of where you are in terms of accounting margins roi profits you know bottom line stuff top line revenue etc then they're not going to buy your business they don't want to buy businesses that are kind of ambiguous they want to buy businesses which make money in that where the owner knows where every penny goes so be on top of that understand from early on that that is if you do want to sell your business something that is going to be scrutinized like hell so make sure that you set things up and you have things in place so that you can actually drill down to that level because that's what they're going to do if they can't chances are they're not going to buy your business so my man those are my two yeah the, those are incredible the the accounting is is such a it's very hard for a single business owner to dedicate the amount of time needed. And you don't necessarily have to day one, but well before uh, you would look to sell, you want to have that in order because most of these uh, aggregators need at least two full years of financials. And so if you decide, I want to sell my brand, and at the same time, decide now it's it's time to start organizing your your accounting and P and L and such. It's not going to work. You, you know, you have to get ahead of this. And so, if you can do it from day one, even better because you can grow. Uh, your accounting system can grow in complexity after you you already understand the basics. And so, just wanted to to double click on that because it's crucial. What I would add is the you really want evergreen products and it's it's hard when you're first launching because you you don't necessarily always know but the more and more you're in the game you understand what products will likely be a two to three year product and then what products could be five ten you know even more than that products in in just a perpetual selling nature on amazon and you really want to have as much of your catalog, at least 80% on that evergreen side. Because if a brand is looking to buy you, but they just from looking at your products can understand, okay, this is probably all going to be, be obsolete in the next couple of years. They're not going to want to buy your business because they're buying future value. So really understanding what would be evergreen, what makes uh, a product more vulnerable to be obsolete some of it is is these one a trend is is likely to be obsolete so if it's super trendy if it's based on a social media uh a tiktok type of trend or, or something that's just relevant in that year it's likely going to go down if it's attached to something that's high tech say it's attached to any any type of iphone any type of laptop that uh, each year has a new version that's going to become obsolete. So you really just want to understand and, and launch products that would be around for, for a long time. So that's one thing. And then two would be having a presence outside of Amazon. And this is something you really should not do from day one. You shouldn't divert your focus to trying to sell on Shopify. Everyone thinks everyone wants to do it right because it's it's one it's easy to make a shopify two 
who doesn't want their own website, but it's very difficult to, to do well until you have some brand recognition on Amazon. So be patient. But when the time comes, you know, somewhere between about a year and, and two years into your brand, you should focus and move some, some percentage of your sales to off Amazon because this, this just maximizes your overall, uh, exposure on the internet and minimizes your reliance on Amazon. So if you are going to sell aggregators want uh, aggregators want uh, brands that are dominant on Amazon because that's it, it, it's really hard to uh, to to sell anywhere else at, at this point, but they do want at least some recognition outside of Amazon so it's not purely attached to uh, you know the biggest shopping company in 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 our country and so those two things just having evergreen products and then having some external presence that has consistent sales are the two are the two others in terms of uh what what you can kind of do now and, and then think about as you launch your brand 100 percent key key points there guys so yeah wraps up there four key tips if you're looking to build your brand for sale what you can do to really visualize that and make that happen, make it easier for when you guys get there, which I know you will. <laughs> if you are looking to start your Amazon FBA private label business and listening to us, you know, gets your gets your mind ticking, book a call with us for our Accelerator 2.0 program, our one-to-one 12-month mentoring program, where we take you through exactly everything you need to launch three or more products within 12 months. That sounds good. Click the link in the description of the show notes, book a call with us. We'd love to speak with as many of you as possible. And as always, we'll see you in the next episode.